Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For over two decades, Rubino and Langwell Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. How's your family? How old are your kids? So my oldest is 19. Okay. She is, she's in college. Yeah. Um, she's a freshman in college. I have a 14-year-old that uh, she is an eighth grade right now. And okay. then we have our two little ones, Memphis and Navy. Memphis is my son. He's He just turned four in December and Navy turned three in February. So they're 14 months apart. So yep. very cool. They're, uh, yeah, they they keep us they keep us busy for sure. Well, listen, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I got four kids also, but a little so bit you older. Get it? 20, I get it. 28 <laughs> year old, 26 year old. They're off on their own, doing their own thing. And then a little gap. And then I still have two in college. So yeah. and they're very close. But, you know, I got to tell you, I remember when I was a little bit younger and my kids were a little much younger. Like, you know, we would go to the beach and they were learning how to sail and swim. And I had a good friend, Mark Sexton at the time. We were bitching and moaning like, oh, my goodness, what a day. We're running around. Where's so-and-so? And he's like, listen, time flies. Enjoy while you can, you know, and it's so true, isn't it? Every, yeah. I mean, everybody says that, you know, and it's like, it's, it's hard to see that when they're like super little and you have to do yeah. everything for them, everything. You know? but then it's like, man, you turn around. It's like the fact that I have one in college and one, one that's about to, to go into high school. It's like yeah. crazy. And then I completely started over, you know, I married my wife and, yep. and she had never, you know, been married or had kids or anything. And, and uh, two for you completely started over at, at 40. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was awesome, but it keeps you young. I, I yeah. feel like it keeps you young. I got a good buddy in the business. He's in his uh, mid fifties married for the second time. A few years back, his wife is considerably younger than him. And he just had a baby, baby boy at 57 years old. Yeah. You know? See my wife's like, you know, I think I would, I could do one more. And I'm like, if you have another kid, it's going to be with a different husband. I'm out. Yeah. I'm officially tapping out. So, uh, I, you know, I just, I'm, I'm very thankful that I have four very healthy, beautiful kids. And that's and, fantastic. Uh, I am, I'm extremely happy with that. And, uh, like I tell her, I'm like, my heart is completely full. I'm good. So, so get onto business and, and we are talking about, kids and family and really it all comes down to like you know raising your family right so you got you got a lot going on hey by the way congratulations you cleaned up at the iheart music awards so that was fantastic um thank you but you, you know you got so much going on between the kids you got a jason aldean kitchen rooftop bar uh you got you know your bourbon wolf moon bourbon where do you find time to make a double album making in georgia right how did you do that yeah, you know, uh, luckily it was during uh, a lot of this got recorded during the during the quarantine. So, um, you know, we had a lot of time on our hands. We weren't touring. And um, so I actually had a lot more time than normal to really go in and, and sort of focus on the record and, you know, our, our restaurants and bars and some of the other stuff that we had going on were, you know, everything kind of shut down for a while. So yeah. really the only thing I had left to do was that I could go in the studio and, and work and, and uh, start making some new music. So, so that's what we did. We started and, and just kind of didn't stop. We just kind of kept, you know, finding songs we wanted to cut and went in and what initially wasn't meant to be a double album turned into, you know, a double album. So it kind of became that after the fact, but, but yeah, the quarantine was, I think really what allowed us some time to go in and, and do a lot of it. 
well, good for you. You must have a great team, you know, and, and you know, in my business, I'm in the wealth management business. I got a great team. I trust them and we build trust with our clients. So you have to have that great team surround yourself with great people. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the key to, to any successful yeah. um, business, you know, whether that be uh, my music career, you know, and, and my, you know, my team, as far as that goes with management and my producers and, and my record company and, um, publicist and just all the people that are involved in that um you know when you have restaurants or whatever you know you got your gms and your people that that you really count on to to have eyes on it and and run things the way they're supposed to be run if you're not there you know overseeing it and so yeah i mean i I think you know have surrounding yourself with the right team the right people that that have the same vision as you that's the key to any successful business for sure yeah i remember a few years back i interviewed sammy hagar we had a bunch of fun and went out to his house and we were teasing each other. He was calling me Sam. I am. We're having a lot of fun. But one of the things that was really impressive, he was telling me about his Cabo Wabo investment and how he invested, I think it was like $70,000 and he sold it for some crazy number, like $200 million. And congratulations to you. I understand you sold all your music for a pretty (laughs) big number. So tell me about that. I mean, that must've been hard. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, you know I mean? Um, I think as, artists i mean we all the goal is for us to own you know we all want to own our music i mean yeah i think i can kind of speak for all artists when i say that's our art that's that's our piece of art you know it's it's we we created it and we made it and and it sucks that you know somebody else gets ownership of that forever and so Mm -hmm. for me I've redone my deal a few times at at my record company where i've signed on to do more albums and and, you know, each time it was just, I wanted to go back in and, and own, own my stuff. It's like, okay, well, to cut this, this, and this, I want to own this, this, and this from the beginning. And so it, I just kind of went in a little at a time and, you know, and, and I'll say this, I mean, my record company is, is amazing and they were great with that. I think our partnership, as far as that goes, has been amazing. I mean, I, you know, I was the artist that they signed that really put that label on the map. You know, we kind of grew together as a label and as an artist and it yeah. all kind of happened together. So, and they've always been extremely loyal to me and and I have been to them as well. So, you know, it was a thing where I just, I felt like I was, you know, not, not necessarily owed that, but I felt like, you know, I deserved to, to own my, my own music. And so we went and, and did that. And at some point, you know, obviously the reason you want to own that is, is to be able to, uh, it's almost like a retirement plan. It's like, sure, right. okay, well, if I own this, this is always like money in the bank over here. That, it's like building that a business have. and then ultimately selling a business someday. Yeah. And so honestly, man, I didn't even know that I wanted to really sell it. I just, I just kind of put some feelers out to see if anybody was interested, you know, and, and what that number would be. And so, um, turned out okay. Turned out all right. Talks got really <laughs> serious and uh, they threw it through numbers out that I couldn't really turn down. And, and yeah, it was, uh, but it, but it is, I mean, it's really hard to, to let go of those things because yeah. um, as artists, we want those. I mean, that's, that's our baby. Yeah. And, you know, congratulations again on that, on all the awards at the iHeart Music Award. And you sang with Carrie Underwood, you got a great song, right? Um, she's also a fantastic entertainer, but a parent a wife, a spouse. I mean, you know, I was talking to her about how she juggles every day. How do you juggle every day? You know, I'm a, I'm a day to day by day kind of guy. Um, okay. Some days it's uh, my days are, are really easy and I can stay home and 
hang out with my family and do all that stuff. And then there's other days where it gets really overwhelming and, and um, I have a lot of stuff going on where I don't have as much time to focus on. Uh, it's like, I got to pick my kid up from school, but I can't get there because I'm doing something else. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's constantly kind of scrambling. So, you know, for me, it's a day-to-day thing. It's um, I, I mean, I live by a calendar for the most part. Yep. And so, but the problem is the calendar constantly changes. So I may think I have tomorrow off, but then seven o'clock tonight, I may find out that I have a whole day worth of stuff tomorrow that I, that just got added. So it's a little crazy sometimes. And uh, I think just over the years doing this for so long now, you just kind of understand that that's sort of part of the game. Yeah. It's part um, of the game. You got to have the, uh, be able to go with the ebbs and the flows. Yeah, know? man. I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta hustle while you can hustle because sure. one day, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to hustle while I can. And, and uh, hopefully, you know, when it's, when it's the right time or whatever, it's, um, you know, you kind of step away and look back on everything you accomplished and, and be yeah. proud of it. Well, listen, in 2022, in addition to I me, mean, obviously you're hustling because you've had a great start so far. You also won the uh, artist humanitarian award. And, and that's interesting because like in my business, you know, we're, we're a wealth management business. So we're talking to clients and potential clients about, you know, how to manage their money, grow their money, how to enjoy retirement, right. Have an income stream. But one of the things that always comes up is about legacy. And I have some clients that are very concerned about their children and leaving money behind and leaving a legacy. But then we have some clients that are very charitable inclined as well. And they have multiple charities that they support. Um, do you, do you have a favorite charity? I do a few, but my main one is, uh, is a children's hospital in my hometown of Macon, Georgia. Good um, for you. I got involved with them. I, you know, I did for years, I was involved in Susan G. Komen. Um, oh yeah. We're I, involved I, in that in Boston too. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend that passed away of breast cancer at, at 30 years old. And so, um, I got involved with them for years, uh, kind of switched gears and I was kind of always involved a little bit with, uh, St. Jude. But then all of a sudden, it's like there's this children's hospital in my hometown that really doesn't get a lot of love. They're not big, you know, they're not big on the map like a St. Jude and, and some of those, which I think St. Jude is incredible. Yeah, and uh, right. I don't I mean, I'm not knocking that in any way. And we do things for them. But but this little hospital in my hometown is just like, man, I don't know. It's just kind of a way for me to do something for for the people where I'm from and where I totally. grew up. And now as a parent, um, I mean, I. I don't know. I just can't imagine. I've been very fortunate not to ever have anything yeah. tragic happen to any yeah. of my kids. But I, if that were the case, just knowing, I mean, here in Nashville, we can take our kids to Vanderbilt, which is one of the best hospitals in the right. country. In Macon, Georgia, they don't have that. So I started getting involved with them, donating money to them and doing concerts to raise money for them. And uh, so that's the main one I work with now. Um, Listen, you're a hometown guy. I get it. That's why you named your album Macon, right? <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I'm Georgia to the bone, man. Yeah. Hey, lastly, I know we're running out of time, but you're coming to Boston September 17th at the Xfinity Center. Uh, do you have any memories, like best memories of Boston? I love Boston. A couple of guys in my band are big Red Sox fans. There and, you go. Uh, and so we had some friends that played played for the Sox. And, and so we would come into town and we would go hang out with those guys. It was like Josh Beckett and Clay Buckholz, John Lester, oh, wow. those, those guys. That's a and ton so, of fun. Yeah, man. And so I remember the first time coming into town and um, we knew those guys, but I'd never been in Boston hanging out with them. So we come into town and those guys kind of take us out for the night. And it literally was like, 
hanging out with them in Boston was like hanging out with the Beatles. It was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, dude, I've hung out with rock stars that don't get treated exactly. like this. This is amazing. Yeah, the governor and the mayor at the same time. It is crazy. And so, um, you know, we would have them come out. We played in Boston. We'd have them come out to the show and, you know, bring them on stage to do, you know, bring out Good guitars stuff. or like whatever. And so Boston's always been fun, man. I love it there. We, uh, we did the Boston Strong benefit back in the day, after, you know, when they had that. We've, I don't know, we played House of Blues there behind uh, behind Fenway, and, and it's uh, it's always fun, man. Hey, hey, listen, we're out of time. I really appreciate you being here with us today. Thanks for the interview, and uh, I had a lot of fun, and good luck. Hope you uh, have many more awards this year. Hey, I appreciate it, Sam. Thank you so yeah. much, man. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning events and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed can be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston or Sam Lang are licensed in your state. Please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts license number 1783398. Hey, it's Jason Aldean. Thanks for all the love on our recent album making. I'm excited that the second part of our double album, Georgia, is out now. Check out Trouble with a Heartbreak. That's the trouble with a heartbreak. Yeah, that's the trouble with a heartbreak. A heartbreak, yeah. New songs and live tracks from all over America. My new album, Georgia, is available everywhere now. 